it's really cool to just have people in their 20s in general on this platform to, you know, talk about real life shit that people who are 20 years, years old, you know, have to deal with. Yes, yes. Welcome back to another weekly edition of ISD in School Detention. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. You are here with Devon. And Pierce. Yes, yes. Uh, I know, guys, we seem to have a rotating staff. Uh, <laughs> last week, uh, it was me, Pierce, and Vontrell. Then a few weeks ago, Vontrell wasn't with us. It was just me and Pierce. So now it's back to me and Pierce again, guys. Unfortunately, some technical difficulties. COVID has made things really hard on all of us. So um, we are here to give you guys the best episode in the motherfucking planet. Am I right or am I right? I don't know. I guess not. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell now, what, yeah. The, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, right before our press record though, we were just talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air Airbnb, man. How much is it again? Thirty dollars a night from what I saw on Instagram on mm. XXL. But I mean I just, I was literally just on Airbnb. I'll go again, but like I don't I typed in Bel Air and I'm like I am sure you have to be more specific, but like Yeah. How where else is it gonna be? You know what I'm saying? So Right, exactly. So I'm looking. Yeah, I'm no. Looking. I mean, you damn near should do that just because. You know I mean, what I'm wait, say that again. You damn near should do that just because. I mean, if I could find it, what? I'm booking it for at least a week. But uh, hold on. Oh, it's Brentwood. Okay. Brentwood. Ben Lair's probably just named the show. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I guess so. Why wouldn't it be for the Fresh Prince of Brentwood then? Because Brentwood's not a good show. That's not a good name for a show, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I feel like that's going to get booked so quick, though. Like, just so many people are going to be like, oh, all right, yeah, I'll just book it for a week. $30 a night, unless there's like a restriction on it. What's going to stop me from gotta- booking it for a month? You know? Uh, limitations. It's probably just like a contest or some shit. I'm looking. Cause that's the move. We could definitely make that trip during this quarantine time. Full time. Especially with my new money, my my job hasn't fucking paid me yet. That's that shit is really bugging me. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like you guys sit here, you guys tell me you're gonna pay me this money, you promise me this bread, and then I don't get it yet. Yeah, bro. Like I said before on the phone, bro. If I were you, I would tell them. I'm not going to do my job until you pay me what was agreed upon. Because at this point, I'm working for a wage. I'm working for my old wage. And this is supposed to be a, a promotion. And I was told and it was agreed that I'd get a raise in, in my salary. And you still have yet to do that. Give it to me after working. The, well, you said you've been doing it for a week or a month. Uh, damn near a month now. Yeah, You're I was had to go on a I had to go on a fourteen day quarantine because you know my dad got the virus. He's all safe now, everybody. By the way. Yeah, I mean that's not even a re- that's not what are they gonna say? Well, you were on lockdown, so we don't think fuck that. I was being responsible. But like, right, right. I mean that's the the thing. It's just what you guys agreed upon. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's that's what comes with the 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 promotion. So how are they gonna not not gonna give it to you? And my thing is, all right, boom. So they're like, oh, my bad, bro. All right, we'll start paying you the right rage this week. Cool. Am I going to get the money I'm, I was supposed to be getting from that whole month of me working that? You know what I'm saying? Right. That should Back definitely. Pay. You should definitely put that in there, too. Be like, listen, like you first of all, start paying me the right wage. And second of all, I want all the money I was supposed to be getting for that month of me work or the two weeks or however long you worked. And You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that's bullshit, bro. It really is bullshit, man. It is so. I need my bread, especially because we got a, uh, we got things we got we want to do, things we want to pay for. We're gonna be back in person. I don't know if we really want us back at the studio. So with that being said, I think what I want to do for us is just have us uh, have us meet in my new apartment I'm about to move into. Have us meet there, uh, work there. And the thing is though, and the, and I keep asking, is there anything for me to sign? And they keep saying no. And part of me feels like that's some fucking bullshit. Why would you not? Why would you promise me a new position and then not have me sign anything to pay me? That sounds like bullshit. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, I want I want written documents, contracts. Because they could easily be like, oh, we know that's we never agreed upon that when you really did, but you never it's not in writing. You know what I'm saying? You should tell them like, put this in writing right now, please. 
Yeah, I, I don't even know if I'm. I don't even know if I'm at please at this point. I told my fucking money. here, bro. Like shit, put this in writing, <laughs> and I want my money, bro. Like, don't fuck around. Like, what, what, what are you doing? I know what you're trying yeah. to do, and I'm not gonna yeah. do it, bro. Like, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's. Uh, I'm not folding for shit. Maybe because I'm young, they're not gonna expect me to really be on top of my shit. But I'm on top of my shit, and I'm and I'm, and I'm gonna get my bread, and I'm going to be checking. Like I'm, I'm a, next time I go back to work, which will be this week, once I get done moving, I'm gonna log into the system. I'm gonna check um, to make sure that uh, my money is properly there, because I can't check on the mobile app. It only shows my pay stuff. My current wage, that shit's gonna be on the computer when you log into like the system system. So that shit better be there, bro. If it's not, it's, it's gonna be. We may be on this podcast talking about me looking for a new job because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing that shit. I'm not tolerating it. I'm not playing it. You're not gonna overwork me and plus i'm really looking forward to and need that money man like who wouldn't want to make almost 20 an hour like what the fuck and for the work that i'm doing yes i absolutely do deserve that 100 percent. no ifs ands or buts about it i don't want to argue period literally not finna no no you're not you're not finna do that shit to me so all right man moving on to some positive shit uh my boy uh why don't you talk about some of the other stuff you got going what i think you should do is I think a good way to reference people, right? I heard this on another podcast, the Bring Eddie podcast. They call it church announcements. We're not still on their whole flow. But what I will say is you should tell the people and direct them toward where your shoots are, where they can find your photos. Like, is there oh. a link for a website or on your Instagram or whatever website or magazine oh. website? You should be like, oh, I mean, you go to all the pictures a- on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. For sure. All the pictures on my Instagram, you'll be able to see... Um, all of that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you guys know at the end, you know, when it's all said and done. Yes, sir. And uh, is there any website they can go to? You can buy the magazine if you really wanted to. You could buy the magazine or I guess you could also <laughs> go to But, I mean, that's if you want to buy the magazine. And it's looking not that. It's not as cheap as you would think it would be. But, um, yeah, VoodooPhotography.com. That's uh, the photographer's. That's his, like, portfolio. Photography. Dot com is where you could find all the pictures. It's not just of me though. It's gonna be of all the pictures he's taken. So, but he's actually a crazy dope photographer, and he's only been doing it for a couple months, surprisingly. But I mean, he's been in the industry for years, so it's not really a surprise that he's as good as he is, to be honest. Um, but yeah, voodoophotography.com dot com to see just everything that he's done, or you could just go on my Instagram page to see me personally. Um, but I definitely do encourage you to check out both if you want to. Because, like I said, just not only are my pictures super dope, all because of him, but I mean, all the pictures he takes are just incredible. So it's really something you want to look at, especially if you have any aspirations of becoming like a photographer, whether it comes for you know for fashion, whatever, blah 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 blah. blah. Definitely someone you want to look at. Follow the page, all that. I mean, it's 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 just so much shit going on every single day over there. Yay, yay! Go check all that out. Um, at, yeah, man, at I- Mr. Blake Barton. Blake Martin dot Blake I forgot I forgot to uh, say that, but Mr. Blake Martin on Instagram is his IG. Dude. <laughs> Blake is a really cool fucking dude. Man. Cool as fuck, bro. Cool as fuck. I really do feel whenever I got issues or anything, I definitely shoot Blake a FaceTime to ask me any questions about anything I got going or anything I need to be doing or whatever. I shoot Blake a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And I told him, and I told him, you know, and he's a busy dude, but he will always make time for you, man. One always, thing Blake, man. always. Uh, well, one one thing Blake was telling me was that uh, is that you know, for him, um, being busy when you're busy, you just like when you're busy, essentially, you got to make time for things that you want. And another thing he was just telling me is that uh, when he was. Uh, but in his younger days, he said he did a lot of things that weren't always the best. And so now that and he'll be joining us on the show here pretty soon uh, to sit down and talk to us. But he was always saying that some things for him didn't work out very well in his younger life. So that now he's in his life and he's doing different things. He's not leaving anything up to chances. No regrets on nothing. He works his ass off. But I love the hard work that he puts a lot of different things that he does. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's constantly working, man. I mean, he's getting up early, staying up late, just constantly putting shit together. I mean, and you can see it, man. You could really see the, the the hard work that he puts in, and it's 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 all coming to a fruition for him. So it's really nice to see that, man. Honestly, and it's it's pretty inspiring, man, to see someone work that hard. You know, like especially if you're working with them, it's just like, man, like makes you just want to go that much. It makes you want to go that much harder as well. 
Facts. 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 Blake's definitely inspiration. Every time we talk, it's like, so what you got new going on? Uh, sometimes I can't say because I ain't got nothing new going on. I'm like, fuck. Before I call him, let me go and get some, let me get on something real quick. So, tell him. <laughs> exactly. I got something to tell him. I'm like, oh, we've been doing this, so we've been doing that. I got to get something to provide, Blake. So, because he'll definitely let you know. And just being around him and telling you all the things that he does, it'll kind of put you back on your square a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, man, let's jump into it. Um, we talked about personal pages, positive news, moving week, relationship with parents. Uh, now nah, we talked about that previously. Um, we could also kind of dive into some shit. You know, we never got you. We never got to talk about what do you think about Big Sean's album? Oh, yeah, I think it's dope, man. Probably one of my more favorite Big Sean projects, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, I've listened to him for the longest time, but. I've never been the biggest fan of him. I'm a fan. I was just never a huge fan. So listening to this album, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. It just definitely hit me a little bit differently. But I, I really do like it. I mean, I feel like every song is dope. He comes with the bars. Features are crazy. I mean, it's that the, the that Detroit cipher was fucking nuts. So many people were on that. And, so, and you know, honestly, I wish more people would do that, especially people coming from like certain cities, like the, a bigger name. Like it'd be crazy. And I know back in the day, not I guess it it wasn't a New York cipher, but I know a like uh, one train and all that shit. But like, um, it'd be Ooh, dope to see, like ASAP fire. have just hella just New York cats on a song. You know what I'm saying? And or Travis's have a Houston on a bunch of Houston artists on. It, you know what I'm saying? Like big and small, just to showcase, just like put put the people on. You know what I'm saying? But it was so super dope to see that uh, see Big Sean do that. You know, uh, just showing love to Detroit. You know, and I think that's probably what this a big part of this album was was just kind of showing love to Detroit, appreciating where he came from and, you know, and, 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 and reminding himself of where he came from. I think it was dope. I really did like the project a lot. I've been, I've been listening to the songs ever since it came out. I've been, it's been in my rotation. So. You already know what my favorite song is. I talked about it. that deep reference is crazy. Yeah. Like the way Nipsey came on that shit, bro, that is the hardest. I've, I think honestly, I'm really thinking of songs that were like the beginning. They come on. It's just crazy. That one right there is really dope. Uh, the Detroit Cypher, we spoke the, uh, sorry, Friday Night Cypher. Dreamville did something like that with 1993, but I don't think it was the same. Dreamville had more people on it, and this is just Detroit. That's what I'm saying. Dreamville like, shit I, was different. That was more that was of a label like thing. Of thing. I'm talking just from one city. Yeah, because there's plenty of people who have had a bunch of rappers on a song. I mean, look at the remixes. I mean, there's plenty. Of, that's not yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about now, if Cole had people just from his town or just from his state, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's it wasn't. It was just the camp, which is cool. It was still a dope song. I'm just it's not the same thing. Not what I not what I was talking about, at least. Mm-hmm. Facts, 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 facts. So, um, and then on top of that, I like uh, "Zen the Fuck Out." It's a banger. Guard your heart is hard. Big Sean is talking a lot of shit, and I mean that in terms of lyrical. Like you got "Lucky Me," why would I stop? And then you got like deep reverence. He did a good job of. Ba- I don't really care for wolves that much, but he has a deep balance, uh, a good balance of talking about shit that just bangers like lyrical miracle shit because he's really dope at wordplay, or him talking about like deeper shit like guard your heart is absolutely dope. Um, Don Life is really good too, and uh, and the Dave Chappelle story is fire. I like that story. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, next album we got uh, from a king to a god, Conway the Machine. Ooh, cold, nigga. What? <laughs> I heard this shit yesterday. This man don't miss, bro. It seems like every time I hear Griselda, they get better. Greg, I mean, Griselda is probably one of the most hard work, hardest working coalitions right now. Um, and I still think, even I remember we, we had this conversation what last year of who uh, had the bigger year, Dreamville, Dreamville or, or Griselda. Griselda still think Griselda had a bigger year because i mean they're just they've just been grinding 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 and the sound their sound i feel like has been missing for so long i mean it's it's just Mm. throwback to the old old just 90s new york sound you feel me and the thing is it's not just it's not just like they're just all right we're just gonna use old just boom bat beats and just rap like no like they they it's they still incorporate set like you know newer shit today and they're so unique with it. I mean, you hear all three of them on a song. You can tell each one of them apart. You know what I'm saying? Each one come with their different flows, different deliver. It's just crazy. So I mean, I 
I was super geek. I don't even gonna lie to you. Like I, I knew he was dropping an album, and then I forgot he was dropping an album, and then I found out he mm. dropped the album, and I was like, oh shit, oh my god, I was yeah, I was geeked. So I, I mean, I pressed play immediately, and I was not disappointed. Yeah. I downloaded it after after one listen. I was like, yeah, this is definitely hot. I mean, but that high key, that's how it's that's how it's been with every single, not every single Griselda project, but. Uh, a lot of the recent ones I've listened to it and I'm like damn yeah I need this I need this on my on my phone because it's just it's just different man you know what I'm saying like it's just real it's just real rap <laughs> you feel me and, and not that yeah. they're the only ones that are doing it because there's obviously plenty of plenty of rappers out there that are really just kind of going back to the roots and really just spitting bars you know but and I bet these guys yeah. I feel like are one of the biggest one of the best to do it right now or one of the best that are doing that sound right now not the best to do it ever obviously but yeah I thought it was great, you know. I mean, it was just it was it was cold, bro. They really do have their foot on a lot of people's necks right now, and I think they're. I wouldn't even be surprised. I I would make an argument that they're probably the one of the fastest growing, just like groups. And are they even a group? Like I, I think it was collective. I mean, they have yeah, a whole like, project together. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no, a collective team. I say collective team, versus team. group. Yeah, because groups do every single project, every single song. Yeah, that's what I'm they, saying. They so, do their individual thing, and then they come. So I call it a collective because they do their I'm individual saying. thing. They do it really fucking well. Like they could go to other labels and be like one of the top artists on each label. So the fact that they're all together as one, I, they just signed a four person. Didn't they just sign Boldy James? Yeah, isn't Boldy James part of Griselda? Yeah, he is. I didn't get a chance to check out his shit yet. So for references, guys, we're talking about Conway, Benny, and Westside. Yes. For those, so just for just so don't know, because I I don't know if you listen to Boldy James yet. I have a chance uh, checking yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. What'd you think? Nice. It's nice, bro. I mean, it fits with the sound that they're going with. I mean, you listen to it, you're like, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's cold too, bro. Like it's just all of it. Excuse me. All of it's just nice, bro. Like I'm really just fucking with the sound. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not just none of that filler shit. It's just bars every yes. song, and it's just it's grimy. It's real. And, you know, it's, it's just some shit you can put on. You can really just notch your head, too. You feel me? So I really fuck with it. I still think they had a bigger year, bigger year than and than Dreamville that the time we were talking about it. And, I, and, you know, I wouldn't be. I mean, they're just making so many moves, bro. Like, this is mm-hmm. what there's so many moves. Every project is just consistent. They're getting better and better and better. I mean, it's just like, how are you? How can you knock these guys? You know, you, it's, it's just it's hard for me to find someone. That can be like no, they're, they're trash. Like I, I can't fuck with it. It's like how? What do you mean? If you're a fan of hip hop, I feel like you. Ha- it's hard not to like these guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. And um, they get better every time. And the song on this project. Now, okay, before we get into the individual project, right? Does this project change the rankings for you in Griselda? No. And what are your rank? Like what? Well, are your- doesn't what? What are we ranking here? Like, 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 out of the three artists in Griselda, Benny, Conway, and Westside, who is your top three? Then one being the one you like the most, and three being the most. Uh, probably Benny's my number one. Um, if I'm ranking it from like rapability, it's Benny, Conway, and then Westside. Oh yeah, but I feel like if you're talking about rapability, I feel like Conway and Benny could be interchangeable. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm going off of what, it's hard though, though, because like we listen to a West Side project and it's just, man, I mean, the production is just so just heavy and just full, and there's just it, beautiful. I, bro, it's just it really does feel like it's sometimes. I, it's and I'm not comparing the two artists. I'm not comparing the two albums because obviously everyone's gonna know when I talk bring this album up. This is a top album of all time, regardless of genre. But sometimes when I'm listening to like a West Side Gun album, oh, and just let me guess, let me guess, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying because it just kind of gives you that feeling of just yeah. of just like overwhelming production. That's overwhelming production. Everything's expensive. You know, it's all designer. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just all With just, soul, just luxury soul samples. But exactly. not like, so but not like, but but better than Rick Ross beats because Rick Ross beats are decent. But Rick Ross beats are decent too. Oh, for sure, he definitely got some bangers, but but I'm just just talking off of West Side. You know, like it's just I really enjoy listening to the. It's just such a full project, and I could listen to the beats alone. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's what I really yeah. appreciate. So, I mean, honestly, it's it's really hard to rank them. I know, I, like I said, I personally, Benny's my favorite out of the three. But, I mean, the gap between those three is it's like a millimeter. I mean, it's really, it's boom. boom. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's I, I can, you could put any one of them on and I'm not going to complain at the end of the day because they're just that cold, bro. They they really are. And Boldy James is nuts, bro. And it makes sense that why he why they brought him in. I mean, if you listen to his projects, I'd imagine you probably will at some point today now that we're talking about it. Um, you're like, oh yeah, yep, all right, I, that makes sense because he has bars too. He comes with the heat, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like they're just coming, like they're not playing these games. I feel like they're just here. It's like, listen, we're just gonna drop heat. It's gonna be undeniable, and you're gonna fuck with it. And everyone who's a real hip hop fan and doesn't just listen to the, doesn't just listen to this shit for fun, but is actual invested into the culture and invested into all that, you're gonna like these guys. Like you're going to. I feel like you can't not like them. You feel me? They're getting cosigns from just every getting cosigns from just the biggest legends. You feel me? Like, come on, man. Right now, wh- how do how do you feel about uh, the, now? What are your, some of your favorite songs on this Conway project? Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I, I'll just go down for you. I got you. Um, no, I got it right I here. Like- I got it right here. I got it right here. Oh, uh, crazy, um, lemon. Um, but I heard that I Meth, heard that. Method Man went crazy, yeah. bro. I'm always geeking when I see a meth, uh, meth, uh, uh, feature, bro. To be honest with you, I'm just like, yeah, so let's fucking go. Uh, but Lemon, Fear of God, bro. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know. I could really sit here and just list them all down, you know, Spurs three. Whew, yeah, that bro. Stupid. I, I didn't even know. Oh, my. Know. that shit hit me, and I was like, "This beat sound different." Then I don't know where my face is scrunched up, and I couldn't help it. Like, fuck, that shit is disgusting. I've never heard a beat like that before in my entire life. Hip, the hip, no, hip, no, hip boy's doing Benny's album. Hip boy didn't do this album, but fuck, album, bro. Oh, I cannot wait. And then, uh, which song was the one that DJ Premier produced? It's not like a Kanye beat. Was it was it that one? Was it Jesus Christ or was it Word from Shay? Well, from, from now, no. Kinda you know like, what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to like, I don't want to like play the song and like try to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. But <laughs> DJ Premier, Conway the Machine. Um, he, because that shit was dumb. And it gave me an old Kanye feel. But then also, I forget which song it is. Is it Anza? I think it's Anza. He's trying a new beat. I never heard Kanye or Kanye. I'm sorry, Conway rap over a beat like that. You know, it was it was a faster boom bat beat with the woman feature. Yeah, yeah. I I've never heard Kanye rap on a beat like that. So he's trying new things. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't really think that they're scared to try new things. To be honest with you, I mean, I know I, I sent you that song with Benny, and he was on a, a Reese LaFlair song, and I was like, what? And then I listened mm-hmm. to it, and it was hot. And I was like, "Damn, yeah, okay, yeah." He's really going crazy. So I mean, you know, and obviously Westside and just his whole him is just different. Westside Gun is a rap. brand. Honestly. I literally have not heard anybody sound like him. I haven't either. He just sound like he comes on a track. He's like, "Ah, oh, that's you." You know immediately who that is. So I mean, yeah, bro. I don't think any of them are are, are scared to try new things. And the thing is. They're not, I don't think any of them are really nervous about trying the new stuff because they have the skill set to be able to pull it off, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And I'd imagine some rappers probably like, damn, like I, you know, I'm going to stay away from the sound because I, my skill set isn't there. I don't, I don't believe that I can do that. I think these guys are just like, bro, you put me on any song, I'm going to kill it at the end of the day. Pretty much. You know and, 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 and you could tell just by the way they're talking, just by the confidence they bring on the track, you know. And, and on any track. So it, it's, it's just super dope, man. And I'm really just looking forward to seeing what they're going to do next, you know. I am too. Um, I'm excited. And since we're on that, Better Need a Butcher has a project coming with Hit Boy. And I cannot wait for that shit. Ooh, I cannot wait for that shit. That's going to be because if you look at what, I mean, Hit Boy did Nas's album. Hit Boy just did Big Sean's album with Kanye West and Big Sean, of course. And then now he's about to do Benny's album. So I feel like Conway himself, even though this pandemic is happening, is having him a really, I'm sorry, Hit Boy himself is having a really crazy year right now. Yeah, Hit Boy's like, going How did you like Nas's album? I like that shit was nice. Yeah. Rich beats, good lyrics. And on top of that, it also had the effect of, how can I paint this picture? 
You know how, like, so the last album we got before that, the Nasir album was weak. Mm-hmm. And I think that on top of the fact the last album was weak and this album was good, that played to how much I like this album. But then on top of that, Edith Nasir never came out and he released this shit after, like, it was written. This shit would still be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Nas didn't even give us Nasir and waited years, it'd still be good. But it has the boost because the last shit that he gave us was garbage. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it kind of has that effect to it, if you ask me. So, and the DJ Premier song that was produced on Conway's album was called "Nothing Less." It's the last song, and it gave me like late registration feels. I'm like, damn, they kind of do this up, but then he shot it out DJ Premier. So I was like, okay, like okay, like like that makes sense. So, ugh, this shit, I'm 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 really surprised. Uh, I'm happy because these niggas put out so many albums, and sometimes you put out albums a lot, depending on the artist, they begin to decrease in quality. But let me see. We got Lu- let me see. We got Lulu this year without with Alchemist. We got this project. Um, well, Lennon was a part of this album, so that really doesn't count. But again, if you look Griselda as 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 a whole, they don't fucking miss. We we talk about them so much here. There's nothing else you could really say, honestly. Yeah, right. I mean, for real. I mean, it's just I mean, it's, whatever it says doesn't mean nothing positive, bro. I just haven't seen a negative from them yet. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Nothing I don't really, I, I really dislike it. I don't like every single song, but like, like for me, like, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're not gonna like every single song, but it's consistent, you know, extremely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, did you actually you know what? I bought an album for the first time in a very long time recently? Um, it's called uh, Pro Probicida by Grip. You bought that? I bought it. It was on bad, and this is why I bought it, right? I haven't heard it yet, because you got to download it on a computer, and you know I'm forgetful and kind of lazy. But the reason why I did that is because I like Grip. I think he's a dope-ass rapper. Uh, you put me on the Grip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Snub Nose, Porch, and the Halo EP is crazy. I think that um, he's one of the best rappers coming up, one of the best rappers coming out of Atlanta, between Kenny Mason, Deontay Hitchcock, Spillers Village, all those niggas. Like, he's one of the best coming out. And this pandemic's been hard. Niggas can't have tours and shows. So how they going to make a lot of their bread, you know? And on top of him being an unsigned artist, maybe, and I don't know his pockets, you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to count this man's pockets. But without being able to tour right now, everyone knows it's hard for an artist. So I said, fuck it, man. I support him. I support the music he put out. I'm going to go ahead and put up his money. So I paid uh, $10. It was $9. I think I gave 10 10 for his album. And I did that. And, and, and that meant a lot to me because lately, these past few years, I just been kind of blowing money away. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. And I don't really think that, you know, your purchase, where you put your money does matter. Especially now during these tough times with this pandemic and everything going on. Like, I didn't, I was like, whatever the fuck my money goes. But no, nah, I'm glad I put my money where it belongs. And I believe it belongs in that pocket, man. I belong to Grip as an artist. I, th- I think that shit is dope. Um, and it's hard out here to survive as an artist right now. So. I'm not mad at that purchase at all. I'm not going to regret it. I got to download it. But it's because he put Halo on Bandcamp. But then I had to wait a few days to uh, for it to come be on streaming services. So I don't know. But either way, no matter what I hear, I'm not going to regret that purchase. I don't feel like I am. You got to be careful with your money. Very true. So, All right. Um, Grip, Comedy the Machine. Let me see what I drafted up last week. We didn't get to new music by SZA. How you feel? I haven't even heard it, to be honest with you. I didn't even know she dropped anything new. Yeah, it's nice. I, I saw something. I saw, is it a song? It's, it's, yeah, it's a single with Ty Dolla Sign. Is it good? Yeah, I liked it. It's good. I mean, it's very Scissor-esque. Scissor don't miss. I was talking to Jordan about this. Shout out to Heavy Bud Light. Um, he was saying that, and it's, it's kind of a thought. I think me and you have spoken about this before, but when you have an artist who has such a unique sound, and their sound is so to them, and, when you, and, like, and they do a really good job for the first time, it's hard for a follow-up. Not saying that's what they do, that it's hard for her or speaking for her, because obviously I don't know her. I don't know anybody at TDE, right? But look at the situation with Bryson Tiller, right? Unique sound, debut went crazy. Like, that's going to be one. We, our generation is going to be talking about that album forever. Trap Soul was just, what the fuck? Like, came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then he had the follow-up. And it was just like, you know? And he sounded the same for the most part. But... No one really fuck with it because I one effect of it, it wasn't as good as Trap Soul, but at the same time, 
Um, and it, 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 he's coming off a big debut because Trap Soul knocked everybody on their asses. Now he's going to have the shadow of Trap Soul following throughout his whole career. And I feel like SZA could kind of be in that same lane where you have this huge debut, culture shifting, big song, or excuse me, big album, classic. Some of our generation will talk about forever, but now it's a follow-up to that amazing album, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Uh, I mean, I definitely know like the sophomore slump is like a thing, you know, because I mean, if yeah. you think about it, like most like, again, a lot of artists, you know, for their first album, you know, some of these people may have been working on this album for years, you know, and putting their best songs on this album. And they're going to, you know, because they're going to release it and they're going to hope I'd imagine that they're going to this is going to, you know, kind of boost them up and get them more people listening to them. And then that second album comes and, you know, it's probably, probably going to come a lot faster than and be made a lot quicker than the first album was. So it may not be as, uh, you know, there might not be as much work put into it. Songs may not be as meeting. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I could definitely see that happening. But that happens with, like, a lot of artists, you know. I guess, yeah, I guess it'd just be interesting. I don't really know what's going to happen with, with SZA. I mean, it's been a minute since we heard from her. Uh so I'd imagine the album's probably gonna have a lot of hype around it whenever it comes out. Um, I mean, yeah. have to see, just see what she does. I mean, is she gonna come some different? Is she gonna sound similar to the older album? You know, some people probably do want her to sound the exact same for the older album. Maybe someone wants some, something something new. I don't. I mean, it's gonna be kind of hard. I don't know how people are gonna react to it. It's really at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do know that sophomore slump is a thing, but it seems like she's been working on this thing for a minute, so maybe it's not going to be that bad. You know, maybe she'll be like, you know, it'll be like a, something similar to her first album quality-wise. Talking about SZA, though, how do you feel about TDE? Because I've been seeing some things that say, just some people talking about TDE and how, like, they're not that good of a label. Label, yeah. Uh, a lot of people at Twitter come at Punch. You know Punches? yeah. And I remember that whole Twitter back and forth. Um, uh, some people, and this is, I guess what SZA kind of went off onto because everyone was saying, you know, where's the album? They say that to SZA all the time. They say that to every artist all the time. Where's the album? Where's the album? Where's the album? And she was just like, y'all got to ask Punch. And then Punch was just kind of like, you know, whatever about it and was taking a lot of heat for it. And everybody was kind of fucking them up about it. Rob Markman who works for Genius. It says, just a reminder that at I Am Still Punch is sitting on the album. It's magnificent. But when it's dropping, is anyone guess? So Punch responded. Punch is kind of petty. I, I think it's funny. Shaking my head. Not only is he holding his artist up, but he's also holding his own album up. I hate this guy. Like, damn. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. I even asked Jordan, you know, like, why do labels hold on to albums? Because this is, to my understanding, Sister said that it was done, that album was done a long time ago. You know, yeah, so and like, people have been waiting on it, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I I could realistically, I'd imagine they're probably putting most of the resources into Kendrick, uh, just because that's their biggest star. But I mean, the thing is, they have stars on the t- on the the whole team. I mean, Schoolboy, mm-hmm. you know, Isaiah. I mean, where the fuck happened to him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a new Isaiah album. I feel like a lot of people do. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is going on over there? Like, just I feel like nobody's dropping as they should be, as fast as they should be. You know, and I granted, granted, you want to take time, make your album great. But if the album's done and the artist is like, the album's done, and it's like, okay, well, what are we waiting for? You know, mm-hmm. like, and you know, maybe you want to wait for a certain day. Maybe you want to wait for some hype to get me. You know, there's a rollout. I get all that, but. I don't know. I know I'd be pissed if my album was done and it didn't come out until what two, three years later. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, "What are you, like, bro? Like, what are we waiting for?" You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I I'm sure there's probably a lot of frustration going on with that, and it kind of sucks. So that first when I really did look at TDE as one of the top, a top label at the time, but back in the day, not so much anymore, obviously. But excuse me, but um. I don't know what's going on with that at all. I mean, I just feel like they're there's just there's holding everybody up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what? Because my thing is like, all right, boom, SZA, uh dropped. You know what she back in the day? She dropped. It was everyone's like, oh shit, it's crazy. Blah blah blah. Now and and then, how long ago was that? When did that? When did that come out? Control came out in uh, I'm gonna guess 
Yeah, guess a year, and if you get it right, I'll give you five dollars. Twenty seventeen. Damn, I owe you some money. Yeah, twenty seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That was three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my thing is, and 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 you don't want to just push albums out super super quick either. You that you don't. But you, I'd imagine you, you would at least want to drop as when there's the interest is still there. You know what I'm saying? Not that she's just falling, falling off. Nobody gives a fuck. But I'm just saying, like, now it's been three years since that album's dropped, and we've only had so many songs to listen to. So it's not like she's super hype upped anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when it drop, finally does drop. Yeah, you're gonna have a couple people. That, you're gonna have fans of like you know. So you're just gonna have her fans or devoted fans. You're gonna have people like, oh shit, like I haven't heard from her in a minute. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't think it'd be nearly as popular if she dropped like a year and a half, two years after. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, the longer you wait, like it's just like you know, you people forget about you at some point in time. You know what I'm saying? And not even like in a bad way, but it's just like they're just you're just not in their head because they're doing other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I'd imagine it's probably pretty frustrating for her and a lot of the other people on in, on that team. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they're chill. Maybe they're cool over there. I really don't know. I just know. I feel like I'd be pissed. I'd be like, "Yo, can we drop this?" Especially if it's yeah. done. If it's done, everyone knows it's done, and you're just sitting on it. Unless there was a great reason, which maybe he hasn't told us, but it's like from the outside looking in, it just looks like you're sitting on the album. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks like you're just chilling on it. So I don't know. But like I said, I'd imagine they're probably putting a lot of their resources into Kendrick just because that's Kendrick, you know? So, and and, and everybody else is probably just kind of on the back burner when it comes to importance, unfortunately. Um, But we'll see. I mean, I mean, she dropped a song. Maybe that means the album's coming soon. You know, Hopefully. but it would suck if she dropped the song this year and then it comes out next year. And it's like, damn, it's like <laughs> four years it's been since you dropped your in the last album. And it's like, that can't be smart. But again, I'm not in the industry, so I'm not an expert whatsoever. So maybe this is all uh, part of the plan and this is the best plan for it to, to go big. I really don't know. Yeah, and... Uh... It seems like artist popularity now has it's it's flipped. Artist popularity a few years ago used to come from re- constantly putting out music. Now artist popularity, I feel like, is revolved around who has not released. You know, oh, that's like how, you? Yeah, no, like that's what I think. I think that artist popularity now is more based off of who has who haven't we heard from or album soon, album soon, album soon. Or when are you going to give us music again versus the music that they're actually putting out? You got some artists who are forever going to shine. But you got, I feel like some artists, like, they're only in demand as much because because we haven't heard from them a long time. It's almost like in reverse, you know? Because now some people are being popular for only putting out one song and nothing else. Yeah. They're only putting out an album that be gone for years. It's almost like they're becoming more popular because of the demand for well, them. I don't know. I guess I think I really think it depends on like artists. Cause like for like Frank Ocean, for example, you know what I'm saying? Like people want more music from him. And you know what I'm saying? Like people want it from him. And when he doesn't drop, it's it's frustrating. But the thing is, you can go back to his older stuff and you can listen and it's just as good. You know, so you can keep mm-hmm. listening to listen and listen and listen to that and never get bored of it. Like I can listen to Blonde every day. And I'll be mm-hmm. fine. You know what I'm saying? So like, so yeah, you're you're constantly like, damn, like when is he gonna drop more music? You know what I'm saying? And then when he does, you're like, oh shit, he just dropped. You know, because you want to go because everything else he's released is just so good. You know, so I feel like that you have to really be kind of in that arena because if you just drop, if you drop like one song, it's like, all right, it's all right. People are like, all right, like cool, you dropped one song two years ago and it was okay. Like I'm out looking for you. You know what I'm saying? Like so, you have to really be in demand to want to to do that because now then you're gonna really have people waiting and stuff. But if you drop something mediocre and then you fall off for two years and then come back again, like I don't think you're gonna, you're not gonna have nearly as much buzz because people w- probably weren't going back to that mediocre album as much as someone who would as much as people would go back to a great album. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's like you kind of have to be that type of artist to really want to be able to fall off and then 
just just because you're coming back or just because you release a song that in itself is so much publicity just because people have been waiting on it just to hope to get an either a, another another version of what was already released or an improvement you know what i'm saying like that that is is what really dictates for me at least whether i'm them being gone is making me want them to listen to them more you know what i'm saying so because mm-hmm. if you drop some regular shit and then you duck off i'm like all right cool like what little pump for example he hasn't <laughs> dropped for a minute you know what i'm saying but are people looking for him no yeah. not necessarily and if when he does drop people are like oh okay it's a pump album cool i'll listen to it oh it's just more pump songs all right whatever like it's like no one's like no one's looking for that you know so that's the thing and i'm sure some people are looking for that like for SZA. I'm sure there are, but like, you know, uh, I don't know though. I mean, I, I I don't know that many. I don't know that many SZA stands. I know for a fact they're out there, so I'm, I know I'm not trying to knock her whatsoever at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I think I, I get what you're saying with the whole is is disappearing better, or you know, is that what's in now? I wouldn't necessarily say that because I don't think everyone can do that. Not everyone can do that, you know, because some people feel like they need to stay in the spotlight. That's true. That's, that's, that's. in the spotlight or people are going to forget about him. I mean, look at six, nine, you know, he's constantly doing things because he knows he has to stay in the spotlight. He has to keep being talked about for people to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if, if he dropped an album, and then ducked off for two years and dropped another one. You think people are going to be like, bro, where's that? Bro, I need another six, nine album, man. I need that. Sh-. No, 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 I don't need another one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, it's not it's not the same thing. You really have to be a, a certain type of artist to to just to disappear, and people really want you back because you got to be that good. At the end of the day, and not everyone, not every artist is like that, unfortunately. Yeah, that's real, and um, that, that that is a good point. You have to have a certain type of demand. You got to be raw. You got to have a demand for you, or some type of pull for you to even have this kind of effect that I'm describing. But at the same time, like if you talk to the average music person. When you say, okay, so even before Frank dropped Blonde, right? Frank Ocean was more popular for not dropping music than he was for dropping music. Yeah, I think that, that, that was like the meme around him was that. Right, that he don't drop music. And it's, it's just interesting because it's like, it's like it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing I'm starting to feel like with Scissor, or like even with Bryson Tiller. It's, ooh, that's a perfect one. Bryson Tiller, he's more popular for not dropping music than he is for his music. Not saying his music is mediocre. I ain't saying none of that. I'm a Bryson fan. Trust me. But what I'm saying is he is more popular now for his demand than he is his actual music. That's crazy. And I feel like that's the trend now versus years ago, we were in high school. It was more, oh yeah, who put out some shit versus, you know, who's not putting out. It's interesting. I think the inter- I think it's a thing of the internet though because everyone's always can voice their opinions. Now the internet was, was it, was it was not what the fuck am I trying to say? The internet was not what it was now back then. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a good balance, but we covered a lot of music today. We ain't got that much time left. So Yeah. I don't know, man. I just I, I just really think it's it's popular. You gotta be you gotta be someone that people wanna listen to mm-hmm. for that to really have an effect. Because if no one wants to listen to or if you drop some mediocre shit and then like, all right, boom. So you were saying how Bryson Tiller dropped uh, Trap Soul, I was crazy, and the second album was like, I was all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, I mean, I really haven't heard anyone personally was like, damn, I need some new Bryson Tiller in my life. You know what I'm saying? I haven't. I really haven't. Not knocking the man whatsoever because he's, he's cold, but like, if that second album was crazy and he ducked off, then it's like, I need more of that. That's why I use Frank Ocean as, as an example because the first, because uh, Channel Orange was crazy, Blonde was crazy. And then he's like, "All right, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm dipping out of here for a little bit." And everyone's like, "No, no, no, do that. We need more." And now, and now it's like, "Fuck!" Like, I want more of that type shit, you know? Like, so you really got to be, you really consistently has to be like a dog to be able to just fall off and come back, you know, and, and be able to just go crazy. And people are, and just the fact that you're coming back is is a publicity enough, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I really feel like it's like it's a select few artists that can really pull that off today. To be honest with you, yeah, 
Yeah, good point. Good point. All right. Um, let's get on to some other things. You know what's interesting, bro? Friday, let me see. Friday was 9 11. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to everyone who lost their lives 9 11, to those who were still affected 9 11. Thank you yes. for all the first responders that fight for us. The thing about 9 11 to me that's crazy, bro, is that did it seem like nobody really gave a fuck? Or is it just me? About 9 11? Yeah. Like, what, are we, what are we supposed to do? I, I, well, I, you ain't got to stop what you're doing and do all like that. It's, it's up to you what you want to do. But in years past, there's been way more tension around 9 11. And now it just feels like it's kind of like, blah. And no one really cared about it. Or, or am I just tripping? Maybe I wasn't on my phone as much that day. I don't know. But usually, even just in my day to day interactions with people when I was at work that day, like, no one was saying, oh, yeah, today's 9 11. Today's this. Like, it was just whatever. You think that some of this uh, social unrest we have now is kind of taken away from it? And one thing I noticed is that people are saying, you know, all buildings matter and all sort of shit. Is that to spike 9-11? I, I didn't catch any of that. But what does that even mean? I think I think people are using that all buildings matter thing as a way to get to the, the all lives matter people, obviously. Because, again, it's like, you know, I've seen people say, you know, we're told to remember 9-11, but to forget slavery and blah, 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 which... It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like people, how many times have you heard? Well, it happened so long ago. You know what I'm saying? But it's like still happened though. You know? So I think that's, I think, but that's really, that's really just stupid saying all buildings matter because granted of what you think, like people lost their lives during that. Innocent people lost their lives. You don't know what they supported. You don't know what their, their, their uh, views on, on things were. All we know is that thousands of people died and we can get into conspiracies about who did what, but at the end of the day, innocent civilians died, and that should never happen in any case. Doesn't matter what it is. So when people are like, "Well, all buildings matter," I think this is kind of like, like, I get what you're doing, but this is really just insensitive to every, just to everybody, because it wasn't just, it was all people that died and that that were affected by that. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like there's a select few people, and those select few people are screaming from the rooftops. Don't forget about it. We were all affected by it. Like that changed the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and so saying shit like that is just kind of like stupid. You feel me? But I do agree with you know people when people are saying you know well, we should just because you know we shouldn't forget any of these tragedies, which we shouldn't. We, slavery should be just as a reminder, just as nine eleven is. Or nine eleven, we were reminded of it. I mean, if you, I didn't watch the news or anything, but I know they do shit on the news and you know have like little whatevers. They should do the same thing for, for slavery. They should do the same thing for how we treated the Native Americans. They just should, just should do the same thing for all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But they don't. You know, and the thing is, probably because they want to forget about their, their the horrible past and how they treated minorities and this, this, this and that. But we got to make a point not to forget that. But just to because I guess one is more remembered than the others or one is more pushed than the others doesn't make it any less of a tragedy for the people that lost their lives. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like just stupid to be honest with you because all i know all i know is that if my family was immediately like directly affected i'd i'd, I'd remember 9 11 you know what i'm saying i wouldn't sit here and say well that's stupid why would you want no i wouldn't do that because it affected people you know and some people it really did affect you know and it's still affecting people to this day i mean there's firefighters that and firefighters and police officers that were first responders there that are dying from cancer because of that so it's still affecting people today you know, so it's, 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 you know, it's not, I feel like, I mean, it's just hard, bro. Cause everyone wants their own, everyone wants their issue to be the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Everyone wants their issue to be the most important issue. So it's like, and there's so much shit going on right now. It's, 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 it's like, it's almost hard to focus on every issue that's happening in America or just around the world. Cause there's just so many issues. And it's like, if you try to really do and think about all of them and focus on it. You're just going to be so drained and so depressed and so just, like, just done with everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, it's tough, man. It really is tough. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. But, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Granted, probably because we were in school, too, bro. That's why it was such a big yeah. deal. Yeah. It. it was always mentioned in school. Walk around, you'd watch a documentary on it in history class, you know, for the day. So, like that's probably why it was always such a big deal to us because it's, we were always reminded of it every year. Now that we're out, it's like, it's just another day unless you really, unless you are reminded like, Oh shit, it's nine eleven. 
You know what I'm saying? But even when you hear 9-11, you don't forget, like, you rem- you remember what happened, you know, like, you hear 9-11, you're like, oh, damn, like, that's the time. Not like it's a big flashback, because we were, what, five years old when it happened? Six? It's not like we remember it. I don't. I really don't. But I know the dates, because I know it, it It changed a lot. It fucked a lot of shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, So, but granted, and I, I saw a post, and it actually did make a lot of sense, you know, because it was... I think it was it was the day of nine eleven. Someone showed it to me, but it was like rest in peace to all. Like it was, it was like three thousand plus people that lost their lives during nine eleven in the buildings, and rest in peace to like it was like eighty thousand like uh uh like like Middle Eastern people and millions of, of civilians. It was just true because there's a lot of people that because of the nine eleven attacks, a lot of civilians in other countries also lost their lives that had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? So rest in peace, rest in peace to all those people that were infected by the the tragedy here, both in America and overseas, you know I mean? Because it's, it's bullshit when innocent people lose their lives because for the interest, because of leaders bickering back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's really is bullshit. And, and regardless of how you feel about it and who you think is responsible, no, I feel like everyone should agree that innocent civilians on either side of any country, on any war, any, on any issue shouldn't just be dying. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a lot of people lost their lives because of that. And a lot of those people were overseas. And a lot of the times we make it, they try to make it seem like, well, that's, you know, like that like doesn't matter because, you know, they're over there and they probably supported it. It's like, how do you, you don't know that one, two, they think the same thing about us. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone thinks the enemy's a bad guy and every, every, and every bad, and every bad guy thinks they're the good guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's nobody's right. Everybody's right, and nobody's everybody's right, and everybody's wrong at the same time. You know, everyone's right in their own eyes, and everybody's wrong in their own eyes at the same time. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit, bro. And the thing is, like, every time shit like this happens, it's always the innocent civilians again who are really affected by it because those are the people that are going over and fighting. You know, that are in the military. You know, it's none of the, none, none of these other politicians, none of the people that are making the decisions to go and, and fight these wars are going over there and fighting the wars. It's uh-huh. us. You know, it's us and it's the civilians over there. And we're just told to to hate the other person. Sometimes we not even we might not even know what we're fighting for. You know what I'm saying? We might not we might not even have joined the military to do that. We're just joining because of education to get to this to get to that you know what i'm saying so exactly so really it's just a bunch of bullshit at the end of the day but to sit here and say all buildings matter over something like that is just it's fucking stupid it's just as much as you get upset when people say all lives matter it's like come on bro like like i get what you're doing but like people did die people died innocent people died this like upheaval of america is happening and because it's happening people at this point now, if you're a person of color, I, I am not advocating this because I don't feel like this, but it feels like some people feel like every white person's the enemy. Anything that is like anything that is backed by a lot of white people is wrong or the enemy, or they want to find a way to spite it. And I think that's why this thing all lives, all excuse me, all buildings matter, or the hashtag was created. Which is spite because obviously 9-11 is huge in American history. It's a huge tragedy. But a lot of people that support the military and support, you know, public service people and like uh, first responders are white people at this point in time. And now they correlate first responder military, white people, racist. So not saying 9-11 was racist, but they attribute that to something that white people celebrate. And that's what it did it to be petty. I think it was unnecessary. I think it was really fucking rude to say that because if someone said all buildings matter to me and I lost somebody in, in 9-11, I knocked their ass out. That's what, that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> So I think that this is that thing that hashtag is really unnecessary and it was fucked up. And we're living in such a time where shit like that can really set some shit off and get everybody mad and then no one's gonna be happy anymore. So I think that this is a time where we gotta be a lot more sensitive and learn, man. In a time where people are already being sensitive, as much as we say on this show, stop being so fucking sensitive. You gotta show a little sensitivity, man. It's all about balance. Don't be so caught up in your cause and your path to where you start doing shit that affects others. Like, you know, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Because if you just sit here and make fun of 9-11, when at some point in time, I'm sure you said a prayer for it or raised your hand for it or felt bad about it. Now you want to make fun of it. Like, get the fuck out of here. That shit is corny. That shit is corny. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I I mean, everybody's going through something. Everyone holds something, you know, dear to them, every an an event, you know. So to sit here and try to discredit somebody else's feelings on something just because you feel some type of way about 
whatever's happening is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't know, man. Just like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just it's just the craziest time in America right now, bro. Like, cause yeah, you do see like a lot of everything that a white person touches. Like, oh, that's that's stupid. That's stupid. That's dumb. I don't care. You know, and I get it. I really do because you want to you want to up the minorities and, and as you should. But if it's dope, it's dope. You know, at the end of the day, you feel me like I, I'm not going to sit here and, and pick and choose all that shit. I really not. I'm, I'm, I just can't do it, you know, but I don't know, man. I just feel like people, a lot of people just being just super extra petty just to just to be petty, just to get someone else mad, you know, and. And that's what they if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do, bro. But like I'm just not gonna waste my time with that. You feel me? Like that's just not what I'm that's just not what I am, you know. Definitely. Definitely so. All right. Um we gotta wrap up here in a few minutes because you know we like to keep an hour mark. So in these three minutes, we're gonna do a new drill. This is new. I just came up with this just now, bro. All right. All right. Before we get to the hour mark, right? You watch the clock. We're going to briefly you're, you're gonna go briefly summarize everything that you think is happening in the bubble. Ready? And wait, in the, in bu- the, in the bubble? bubble? Yep, go. NBA bubble? No, nah, nigga. Yeah, the NBA oh. bubble. All right. All right. Hold on, hold on. We're we going to start on 40 because you're there. Ready? Wait, so, what am I summarizing? Like, just oh what's happening or what I think is going on? Yeah, everything in the bubble. European on the bubble, the games, certain players, the basketball team. What do you think is going on? All right, ready? One, two, three, go. All right, so, boom. Bubble. Basketball <laughs> in the bubble. Uh, some teams are no longer in the bubble. Um, LA is in the Western Conference Finals, and they are waiting to see who they're going to face against the Nuggets and the Clippers. The Nuggets just came down from a three-one uh deficit to down Tyler series at three-three, and they're going to do a game seven. I think tomorrow. <laughs> I think they're doing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow. Which is crazy, because like what. So we'll LA, see LA should have wrapped their ass up. If and Jokic, who was very right in saying this, is all the pressures on the Clippers. Yeah. All the pressures on the Clippers. None of the pressures on the Nuggets whatsoever. You know, because if the Clippers lose, man, talk about a shit show. They're about to be slandered left <laughs> and right. I'm sure some people are gonna be leaving, some people are gonna get fired. Like how many you know, you know what I'm saying? So that's going on. Eastern Conference, boom. Um, Bucks, out of there, surprisingly. But at the same time, not surprisingly. Because, you know, not that they were a one-trick pony, but you can't rely on Giannis all the time. Sometimes you need other people to, to, to come up. Granted, he did get hurt, and that was a huge hit to them. That sucks. But the Heat are in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'm actually geeked for that because I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. And I actually just like the way the Heat play ball. You know, like, they're not – I feel like they're not star-oriented. They're just – Everybody knows their role to play, and they play it very well. You know what I'm saying? And nobody cares who who makes a winning shot. Nobody cares who's leading score. They're just they're just trying to win games. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's how you really do win games. Because I feel like now now you got oh I got all these stars on the team. No, I want to take the last shot. No, I'm trying to take the last shot. You know, I'm trying to I want to be the. It's like yo, just like I don't care if I have zero points and twenty assists. If we win the game, I'd rather have that than fifty points. And a loss, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like that's their mentality. So that's dope. Uh, Toronto and Boston, they're playing today, right? Or are they also playing tomorrow? That's oh, your minutes up. Oh or, or no, no, I'm tripping. But uh, I'm playing with you. But Boston, you did a good job though. That was a good job. ESPN anchor ISD edition. I like that. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Um, Boston knocked out Toronto. Yeah, yes, Boston knocked out Toronto. So it's 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 yeah, that was that happened the other day. Um, so it's Boston and the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I low key think the Heat can do it, to be honest with you. But mm. I could also see the Boston doing it too. It's just gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really good series. It might be one of the better series. I mean, there's been some pretty crazy series series this year mm. in the bubble. Uh, this might be another one of them. I really hope it is. Um, and I actually wouldn't even be mad at seeing either one of those teams go to the finals. Because, like I said, I'm a uh, the the Heat. The way they play basketball is dope, and I I would love to have Jimmy go to the finals and fuck around and win. That'd be crazy. And, and then the Celtics. I mean, just a player. You got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Like, both of those are just fucking dogs. I love seeing them play. It'd be great to see Kemba go to the uh, the finals too. Fuck around, get a ring. I know he's been he's been in this bitch for a minute, trying to work and work and work, and so he deserves it. That'd be crazy. I'd I, realistically, I'd rather have any of those teams win versus the Lakers. But 
uh, I could see the Lakers winning. You know, I mean, they got fucking LeBron and Anthony Davis on their team, so it's like, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, so so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm I'm interested in this Denver and Clippers game because yes, yes, man. Okay, here's the shit about this, right? I was talking to my dad yesterday. And, I'm, of course, I'm talking to him. I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like, the Clippers should have wrapped them boys up. When They they should have wrapped these boys up at 3-1. I expected, I didn't expect them to sweep Denver because Denver's a really fucking good team, you know? Mm-hmm. And they've been a really good team for a while now, for a few years. So I wasn't mad at that. But, and I low-key, I want Denver to win. I think Marquise Morris is a dirty-ass player. I hate dirty players. And I think that... um and I'm rooting for Denver, man. I, I got nothing against the Clippers, but they've had a lot of time on the team. I'm not a fan of them talking trash to Dame Lillard. I thought that shit was lame. Um, granted, Dame is out of the playoffs and they're still in, but I mean, come on now. Like I, I don't say I, I, I can't think of a reason why a part of me wants the Clippers to lose, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm a Kawhi fan. I'm a PG fan. I'm a Doc Rivers fan. I like that roster. They some hard nosed dude. I like it, but. If Denver pulls this out, I'm going to be really happy because Denver's got a whip. Michael Porter Jr., who spoke out of turn, but it's good now. Jokic, Murray, their young team. all the Everybody in the team is in their 20s except for Paul Millsap, I think. Like, they're a hard-working team, and they work fast. Yeah. My prediction for the NBA Finals is that you have to have size in order to win this. So, in my opinion, whoever comes out of the West is going to win the Finals. Unless, well, okay, if the Lakers or Denver come out of the West – I think they'll win the finals over whoever comes out of the East. And I say that because Denver and LA have something that Miami and Boston and the Clippers for that matter don't, which is size, but skill at the size position, AD uh, for the Lakers and Jokic for uh, Jokic and Paul Millsap for that matter for Denver, you know? And on top of that, if Denver and the Lakers play, Denver has better guard play than the Lakers. The, the Lakers biggest issue this year was I can see Denver beating the Lakers. Me too. Thank you. I Me too. It's going to be hard. Jokic and AD are going to kind of cancel each other out, even though I don't know how Jokic know, is on bro. defense. I, I, I feel like I'd pick Jokic over AD. Ooh. Really? really? AD's a dog. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a dog for real. Really? But Jokic over like AD? Look at Jokic. I mean, just through the past years. I mean, he, like, He's a just an animal. He's an animal. He can hit consistently now. I mean, you saw the shit he was doing the other day. Off balance, hand and face, one foot three. And what? What is going on here? Like he's so you you gotta all right. He's a threat inside. He's a threat outside. It's like boom. Then they got they got Mert. It's just you gotta worry about so much on that team. You know what I'm saying? And they're hungry. And the thing is, they have they. They aren't even supposed to be there. So, it's again, to them, they have nothing to lose. All the pressure's on the other team. All the pressure's on the other team. You know what I'm saying? Even if they go to the uh, the Western Conference Finals, all the pressure's on the other team, the Lakers, because they're, the Lakers are supposed to go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... So, I... I one, I could see the Lake, I could see the Nuggets beating them, and I would love to see the matchup. I'd rather... I'd like to see the matchup of... Just the two superstars, and they probably won't really play against each other too much. But LeBron and Jokic, I think that'd be crazy. They'd be crazy. That'd just be such a just nuts, bro. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. But I don't know. I could see the I could see the Heat winning the finals if the Heat go against the, uh, the Nuggets. I could see the Heat winning, but I could I, I could also see the, the Nuggets winning. You know, so it's like it really is just depends on who's having the better series. You know. Yep. I yeah. agree. So these playoffs look interesting, man. I'm geeked. I'm very geeked. So. Yeah, man. This was a really good playoffs, I feel like. Granted, I think that the Suns should have gone in the playoffs. But, you know, I guess my thing is, like, I would just be so pissed if I was the Suns. Like, because we, like, we went 8-0. So you're telling so like, so tell me, even if we win every single game, we still might not even make the playoffs. Like, yeah, it's like, all right, well, I don't even want to do this then. Like, what? Like, that should have been a guaranteed in. But, uh, you know, shit happens. Teams win, teams lose. But um, I'm interested to see how this is going to affect the um, playoffs from now on, you know, just yeah. to see if they might even keep this concept. But I don't know. Lord knows, man. Lord knows, because these dudes played so hard. 
They played yeah, so they hard. Are. And the it. games, and I feel they, like, were crazy. These are some of the best playoffs of series or just, in a, in a, like, individual series in a while, you know? Like, nuts, you know? Absolutely. And I can't wait for – you brought up the Suns. I cannot wait for Phoenix to come back next year because I think Phoenix is really going to surprise a lot of people because they've grown. We'll have Kelly Oubre back. And a lot of times when we look at these bubble teams, they just, like, even look at Portland. I'm excited for them next year. I feel like Melo's going to come back, but you'd even look at it. Portland wasn't even at full strength. And look what happened. They were without Trevor Reza and Rodney Hood. Come on. I thought about that the other day. Can you imagine? Had they played the Lakers whew, with Melo, CJ, Dane, Rodney Hood, Trevor Reza, and Yusuf Nurkic, LA's guard, the season, that means LA. The Lakers' guard play is weak right now. The only two bright spots, three bright spots, not that Rondo's back. Is it Rondo, AD, and Brown? Sometimes that's all you need. We'll see. But the other role players outside those three, yeesh. Rondo, AD, and Brown have to be on the floor at all times. One of those three. It does not matter who. It has to be. But the Nuggets are so deep. And the Clippers are deep for that matter. But the Clippers are inconsistent. That's Very the thing. I remember in the, in the regular season before COVID, they, they blew a game to the Suns. The Suns beat their ass. And it was just like, what the fuck? Between Kawhi not playing all these times for rest, Paul George being hurt in press, and Paul George is playing like cheeks. Then they just signed Reggie Jackson. They signed Joakim Noah. He's not even playing right now. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, Lord knows, man. But unless you got anything else, bro, we can wrap it up. No, man. Yeah, I think I think, I think we're good here. That was a great episode. Glad to have you back, man. I'm glad you're doing your modeling. I'm very fucking proud of you. Everybody go check out all of his motherfucking photos. Or else... Or else, it's up. Now I'm playing, guys. Please listen to our podcast. Thank you. Yeah, man. <laughs> my photos, my photos, my photos, man. Yes. Or not. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't really care, man. Nah, 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 nah. Don't say that. Check out Pierce's photos. PB zero zero GS on on IG. Yes. On, you should be putting those on Twitter too. But that's just me. I thought about it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have. To, I feel like I have to make like a different Twitter. Why? Because you've had that since you were a kid. I just haven't done shit on that one, so I feel like I'm just gonna. Start anew, you know. I, guess, I mean, it, you know, really, it's up to you. But all I mean, your, I, mean, I'm, I don't. It's not that big. It's not like I'd be losing followers, bro. I mean, it's not. But I mean, how many followers do you? I don't even know, bro. Like, I never use it. You have 137 followers. Really? And 26 of them, 20, 27, 28, 29, are all like mutuals between me. So. I mean, it's followers, followers, though. Followers, followers. Though. Yeah, followers, yeah, followers. Right. You know, I'm not tripping, bro. Yeah, but I definitely, I probably will end up, I'm going to have to start posting these on Twitter at some point in time. Um, but yeah, bro, for right now, though, they're all on my Instagram, uh, PB00GS. You should be able to find all the shoots that I've done so far on there, or at least all the ones that are released. I can't just put all the pictures up there. Some of them aren't out yet, but, mm-hmm. but yes, that. Um, PB00GS for Apple Music, PB00GS for Snapchat. Those are my three main ones. Yep, yep. Uh, Devon Overshoot on all platforms, DShoot815 on Twitter. Um, most importantly, catch me on Instagram at Devon Allen, D E V O N N A L A N. Um, please check out. I always have things going on in my story, whether it's song of the day, whether it's question or a pose, guys. Please interact with me. I'll be uploading some of my vinyl critiques. I collect vinyl. You guys will be seeing some of that soon. And as always, man, ISD in school detention on all podcast platforms and ISD in school detention on YouTube as well. Yes. Um, our, streams, our streams are coming up, man. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate that love. It is amazing. Uh, we thank you guys. You guys be safe. We love you. Have a good one. Peace.